receive Jesus in my heart so I can go to hell when I die. <laughs> you know what the archangels are talking about today? You need the die-hard anointing. It's messed up out there. You're in a building full of bombs. And you're slithering through an elevator shaft. And you're all like, yippee Kaye, mother fun kid. Amen. I know there's rebellion out there, so I ain't gonna drop the F-bomb. Might get into sin and be a stumbling block. Oh, I swear. You need to stop swearing. And start caring. Hallelujah. Tender, loving, affection, warmongers. Like Genghis Khan in the glory. Amen. I don't have a grid. We need a grid for the Father's gentleness that rips the skins off the flesh like the fig tree. He's removing the old garments of church, whatever form you believe in, whatever human thing you think is God, that's what he's removing. The human idea about God, the Bible says in Genesis, is the original sin of the fall that nearly no Christian has ever overcome in their dying lives. Think about that for two New York seconds. The original thought life of God in the human mind and the things of God in the human mind is the origin of primordial religion. Now, Say that ten times fast. Primordial religion. Primordial religion means the very first point and the origin of the highest, most deceptive form of rebellion, which the Bible tells you was religion looking with the eyes and with the human brain judging something good. And then hearing with the human brain, believing your senses, and believing your reasoning against what God said. The Bible says that's what caused the entire fall of man and woman. 
Now, if you look around lately, I don't see very many Christians that have even touched primordial rebellion. They don't even deal with it. They actually bury more sight and more hearing upon them every day instead of driving it out for God in them every day. So, when we get into Christianity, we usually get into the fig tree. Every single one of you listening right now that even understands one prophetic word from the mountaintop has come to a place in your life where you're fed up with human Christianity called the Antichrist. You're fed up with human ability, human spirituality, human soulishness, all the guise of the Antichrist that comes in the appearance of Christ, in the hearing of Christ, that looks good outwardly. And you want the real deal that will cost you every part of your human nature, spirit, soul, and flesh. And to the exact measure you're fed up with your human nature and your human spirit and your human ability to be good, to be kind, to be nice, to be generous, to be sacrificial, to be obedient, to be loving and caring towards others. To the exact measure you're fed up with the human being, you are willing to sacrifice for the living being, the second Adam, the life-giving spirit of Jesus Christ. It's called the preaching of the cross. Now, we think we have the cross because we've heard about it in our senses and our reasoning, but we in fact have used theologies about the cross to fortify the human nature against the cross itself in the function of it, which is to drive out the human spirit. Now what's 666? Drive out the humanity. 666 is the number of humanity, it is written. Every scholar footnotes, read the Bible, that's what it says. If you haven't driven out the beast, the mark of the beast, what's the mark of a beast? Being marked for the natural realm, it's called being marked by death. You know why people die? They're marked by the angel of death. I don't care if you're Christian or not. He's looking to see if the mark is in the forehead and in the hand of humanity or divinity. It's not rocket science. It's not complicated. It's simple. It's easy. It's light. Children can understand this concept. Problem is adults can't obey it because it costs you your adulthood. It costs you all the senses of judgment. It costs you your human discernment. It costs you everything that makes you a fallen human being. The greatest ripoff of all time is the fallen angels teaching Christianity that you can remain human after being born again. Iniquity is the human spirit. All the works of iniquity. That's why you don't know me. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. You worker of human spirit. Your human spirit can have the gifts on it and do your own thing. Human spirituality is an abomination. 
That's why every warlock in Babylon the Great, from Nimrod to the present time, through all the ages, was God inside minded. But their God was Satan. So just because your spirit's open to the spirit world don't mean Jack Deadly Squat for the Corinthians had their spirit open to the spirit world and they prostituted themselves to the cups and tables of demons to the point where they were justifying sex with their own family members in the Bible. Sex with your own family members in the Bible ministries, worldwide, international. You ain't going to hear about that too much on Sunday morning. But it's in the apostolic doctrine because it's dealing with the death of your humanity. I tell you the truth, every area where you're not crucified to self, you're alive to the devil. And here's what the fake, phony frauds always do. Cover it up with Christian religion. Oh! Every demon knows Christianity is the truth. That's why Christians who have covered themselves with religion and not driven the human being out are the fakest, biggest hypocrites, liars, and deceivers of all time. Somebody say truth anyhow. Truth anyhow. Because the human being is a lying nature. Nothing grieves me more than seeing the human nature in children. Ah! <laughs> yeah. What is that? The demonic nature, the shadow man. Shadows dwell anywhere Adam and Eve does in male or female Hebrew and Greek form. It is written. What is Antichrist? Oh! So glad jazz. I can just tell everyone's itching to be revealed as an antichrist right now. Burn me on the altar. Voices of the martyrs crying from the altar, but not the throne, because they didn't make it that far, where they become indestructible. It is written. We're going to go a little further than the altar, because we're going to burn up our humanity, which is the shadow man of the antichrist. Now, you got shadow man, antichrist, iniquity, going on round everywhere i'm sick of it in jesus name i anathema it why because the bible teaches anathema and maranatha if you can't anathema your humanity you're a demon possessed warlock of christianity truth anyhow yeah that's why they run from apostolic authority of the cross that anathemas the mark of a human being. We drive them out. They can tolerate it. They're tormented and tortured constantly. If you haven't noticed, they're always struggling and everything's a mess for them. I've had people hang on for dear life on the edges of my chariot of my apostolic ministry for 10 years until the cross just burnt their fingers off, severed them off like chainsaws and I can no longer walk with you. Why? The cross got too intense for your human iniquity. I'm not giving up my fingers and my toes. I'm going to remain a human leper, a lying Christian. Yeah, a tech non-Christian is a human Christian and it resembles the form of a worm. Now I know you got false love everywhere. Happy, clappy, slappy, 
fake everything everywhere right now. So if you get stern against the human nature, they hate your guts because you don't practice false love with the whore of Babylon. But the truth is, the only ones that are going to make it in these days are the ones that have anathema crucified their entire human spirit. This is the upward path of the resurrection. Nobody raises from the dead unless their humanity is crucified to death constantly and they ain't taking it off the altar. You can't take your human spirit off the altar. Sometimes God knows how fickle you are. He'll allow you to take your human spirit back. I knew you weren't serious. Two weak Bill Johnsons. Two weak Rick Joyners. They come in glory revival. Glory, glory, glory. Look at how prophetic I am. Look at how mystical I am. I even got the drunken glory. I'm getting drunk on the glory. And they fake it because they don't have their spirit constantly on the altar to be anathema until there's no going back when the spirit ascends its form is changed into lightning only then are you entrusted with the power of the kingdom that is to come now the level of commitment is different with all of you and i can feel it and the measurements of your spirit life in this place Spirit life is the first part of you to be sacrificed on the altar. Now your choice is to take your spirit off the golden altar before the Father's throne according to the Bible. If you take your spirit off, you work iniquity. And then you cover up with some makeup, charismatic fluff, you know, put some gifts on it, go get some hot holy hands, some anointing oil on your heads go get the impartation from the leader that was at the revival to lay hot hands on you the anointing comes in and you're like 30 day time clock ticking until you don't have any more anointing anymore (laughs) i've heard people say during the church age that the anointing can be transferred up to about 30 days then if you don't have your own it's all gone oh hallelujah It's like the lepers. They all got healed. Only one came back to Jesus to stay healed. What does it profit you to be healed and go to hell? Jesus Christ, red letters. That's what he said. What does it profit you to even have eyeballs and yet go into destruction? What does it profit you to even have arms? See how much you value the realm of the natural? You need to value the angel of the Lord to help you inherit salvation in your spirit man offered completely on the altar of fire before his throne because then your arms are not your own they're the arms of god amen someone who sacrificed their spirit has the holy spirit operating in their body as the temple zero god outside minded the god outside minded are the false church that's the hordes of hell marching that's the armies of the Antichrist. Now there's a body of Antichrist. Hot topic amongst apostles in the Bible. Not so much today when it exposes everyone got outside minded that's into their head and their hand is actually a member of that body. Horror Babylon or Antichrist. Same thing. The body of Antichrist is everyone who lives in the shadow man 
under self-rule that has no obedience under the authority of the angels of the kingdom of the God I am. Truth anyhow. So they live in self-rule, self-justification through external works. They're of the body of the Antichrist. And that's why you see every single season around the real sent, chosen, crucified apostles of the Lamb, people leaving from us that were never of us because they had a different heart in them that was not the heart of the Lamb that was slain. They're not interested in terminating their own spirit. They actually like their spiritual abilities. They like their spiritual abilities. Prostitutes. You notice that? They begin to fall in love with their spirit man. After you're born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians says, Now, only then, after receiving the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, are you even offered the cups of demons. You can't even be tempted by that stuff because you were a carnal before and didn't believe in that stuff. Now that you're born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, comes a hundred million cups of demons, Scripture says. Amen. And then you get tested. What kind of spirit do you want? Now that your spirit has light in it, are you going to keep having the cross? Keep punishing yourself and not treating yourself? You know, I hate when people say that. That you need to treat yourself. We need to wring your neck with Calvary. We need to take the crown of thorns right down through his head and squeeze it around your neck and decapitate the Antichrist. Amen. (laughs) Now the Bible says righteousness is as bold as a lion and the righteousness of Jesus Christ violently, violently, violently advances the kingdom. Self-love and false love and All this uncrucified nonsense that clings to the human nature hates the cross. And when the cross has lifted you up into higher realms of power and authority, turning the moon to blood, Joel's army, guess what? They will hate you all the more. That's the point where many could no longer walk with Red Letter Ministries. They have resurrected through Calvary anathemine their humanity so high that now I'm about to be exposed as a disobedient follower of the Antichrist. Even if I follow this ministry two, three, four, five years, ten years, do you realize most of these people never even gave one sacrificial offering that entire time? You've been surrounded by enemies from birth, Psalms 23. People pretending to be obedient disciples that are never cheerful givers because only Jesus is the cheerful giver. If Jesus ain't formed in the inside, there's no repentance. There's no forgiveness of sin. The person's a doer of their own thing. They live under self-rule. Senses and reasoning is their own government. They don't have any submission to the government of the holy angels, which some of those angels are the spirits of the prophets. Rejoice, you spirits of the prophets, or you angels of the prophets. It is written, for Babylon has been ransacked down into the grave on account of you it is written now no one else is rejoicing the whole world the bible says all the fake phony hypocrites that have an anathema their human spirit their human soul and their human flesh to have a divine flesh the flesh of jesus the blood of jesus in their flesh and souls the ones that haven't partaken of his flesh and blood to anathema their own flesh and blood They say a different report in Revelation. They say, hide us 
from him who sits upon the throne and from those around it, the 24 elders who've casted their crown. You know what a casting of a crown is? Giving up your mind to Jesus through thorns. You put one thorn into these carnal-minded hypocrites, they will freak out on you. You don't understand, Brandon. I've already been trained by John Paul Jackson. I was the senior leader in Bethel's intercession group. Can't you see all the badges on my chest? Listen, man, the least in the kingdom age is greater than the greatest in the church age. These people are losing their minds. I'm listening to charismatic leaders say, the height of perfection is the local church. You know who said that? Kevin Zadai. Totally lost his mind. You could not have a more blasphemous antichrist statement than what these charismatic leaders are shouting from the rooftops of their towers of Jezebel in the whole earth right now. And these are half the false leaders you people have followed. And I'm not saying only follow me. Because the problem is, it's humanity. I'm saying follow the lamb that was slain get terminated in your brains. Get with it. Get crucified of spirit so you have eyes in your spirit that see you can begin to discern spirits even though you're covered in a human soul, covered in human flesh, which will be all lies. Nothing true about it whatsoever. Zero truth except in the areas that have been anathema and maranatha. Anathema cursed by the Christ crucified. Maranatha resurrected because you've anathemed the human spirit. Those are the areas that you have accurate discernment in feeling in your gut. Oh, that feels off. You're not going to have just a spirit of iniquity blaspheming the angels of the prophets like this whore of Babylon out here in the sand. It says, oh, I have a, I have a really bad feeling about this. Something is so off. I'm so concerned my child is involved in Red Letter Ministries. These are the things the warlocks of religion are saying. They have guarded their spirit against the cross and have guarded their own self-righteousness and iniquity. That's what you're at war against. Do you understand all the spirits tested in this revival? Now they're saying that measles has outbroken from the Asbury, Kentucky revival. Measles outbreak. We lost 25% of Christians that were rising on the mountain to go back down in the sand to practice kumbaya in a measles outbreak. And they thought I was crazy. You're crazy. You always cling to human idols. You always follow your feelings and emotions. You are an anti-Christ, anti-cross. Pro-human, pro-666. You are the company of 666 unless your 666 is terminated through crucifixion. Only then do you get a taste of resurrection. Truth anyhow, hallelujah. Not angry about it. I just like to shout because it brings the archangels. Oh, they're serious down here. Woo! To attention. You don't get that in Kumbaya Land Nursery. You don't. 
down there it's all false love and you can see the false love dripping off of some of you guys in here today you guys need to get on the threshing floor Woo! you can't be more anti-christ than being a human christian practicing false love now anti-christ consumes everyone that doesn't follow christ that's what the bible says which means those that are not following john you realize that first john says anyone who doesn't heed this book have nothing to do with them apostolic authority of john says if you do not heed his words kick them out of your house churches can you imagine anyone on earth today having real apostolic authority saying if you don't believe what i'm saying to you you're thrown out into weeping and gnashing of teeth forever that's what john said about himself because there was a different spirit working in him the spirit of jesus he had the things of the throne of god in mind he had a gold mind he had a renewed mind he had the vision and the purposes and the plans of the godhead and the trinity in a heavenly realm in his soul so he said with authority if you are not heeding my soul what comes out of it you are followers of the antichrist oh only you john that's what they said you realize that you think it's just this generation no it's the same all of paul's churches went apostate they turned on him all of corinth we're talking about like a hundred thousand souls technons this is why we're so hostile towards technons because a technon is someone that's opened up now to the whole spirit world and is absolutely freaking clueless to follow demons as angels of shekinah that deceive angels of shekinah that deceive what does it mean that you're opened up to being spiritual whoopty freaking do man you know what you're better off having an external discipline than getting the baptized of the spirit and becoming a whore of babylon truth in you you're better off not becoming spiritual and still having like a billy graham and graham lots franklin graham evangelical free church of america discipline than getting into the things of the spirit and prostituting yourself like the corinthians clearly that's biblical and true here's the issue we want you so spiritual but we need you to be equally terminated and anathema in your spirituality otherwise you're a spirit of antichrist so here's what happens when you get around those with gigantic crosses they don't apply the same size of the cross to the same measure of spirituality called righteousness so they have all this spirituality and they absorb it into their own soul and every single time you've watched it 99% of them become antichrist why enemies of the cross every single time in apostolic doctrine they absorb the things of god go into kumbaya god oh something came off the mountain we're down here you realize the golden calf is the expression of perfect rebellion in absorbing the things of god orgies called false love exact truth written in the word they absorbed all the energy they absorbed all the light they absorbed all the shekinah from the mountain and prostituted themselves to self-rule anti-moses 
anti-mountain, anti-Christ, anti-leaders. Lawlessness equals leaderless. Lawlessness is leaderless. And I know if you are under the leader because your angel testifies to the resurrection. If you are a fake, phony fraud, deceiving yourself and deceiving others with a tiny, tiny cross barely applied in any area of your life, instead of angels, you have demons. So Jesus Christ said, the one that was only absorbing the things of God and was not applying them to terminate the human nature, but to bless the human nature, he said to that person, you are the devil. You are Satan. Satan only comes to steal. He's called a thief that steals. Jesus said it twice because it's his double nature because he never received anything except what God created and then he continues to steal from what he stole from in the beginning. Okay? So you deal with all the devils, all the demons, all the evil spirits and all Cain's flesh and Cain's bloodline which is the horror of Babylon. Anyone who lives in the human nature is marked by the angel of death. Hey, that person's our property. Listen now. The Bible says there will be a maturity that even conquers the devil's property. You, you know, he's a legalist. And they'll say, oh, well, sin belongs to me. Blessed is he who takes away the sins of the world for Savior shall come out of Zion and rule over the mountains of Esau. Obadiah chapter 1, it is written. So it means that there will be a sovereignty over the living and the dead. A resurrection of the living and the dead. How will we know if we're alive or dead? Anything human self-conscious, self-rule, senses and reasoning of a human being is dead and marked for death. That's what's written. Dead and marked for death. <laughs> so, the new covenant is much more extreme than the old covenant. The new covenant anathemas humanity. Yes, it does. It does. Judgment of true righteousness, which is true agape, is only likened to the cross in the entire Bible. False love is something the human being has done. It's always sorcery. Potent sorcery deceived all nations. Which nations? Christian nations. Christian nations? No. The Christianity in the nations, it is written. The Christianity in the nations. How much of them, Apostle John? Oh, he tells you. All! A-L-L! All! Which means anyone in a human mind is completely blind. Anyone in the human spirit is completely iniquitous, completely antichrist. What is antichrist? Humanity in the guise of divinity. So what are we doing with people? We are dealing with humanity's last hoorah. It's like, what of that place down in Texas? The last hoorah. Well, it's one of those places. <laughs> I'm really whacked right now in the judgment. It'll come to me, don't worry. I like to throw my mind so far away from my spirit that I can't even think while I'm preaching. You know why? Alamo. There it is. Get it from the angel. Alamo! The last stand of Custer! Yep. 
That's what the human being's doing right now, says the Lord. Had to go to the Lord for it. Couldn't even remember the words in English. Suck on that. Alamo. Custer. I tell you the truth. We need banshees. We need Apaches. We need wild men. We need to be savages of the gospel. Amen. I'm coming like red man. Amen. I'm coming like a chieftain. Which means totally out of your fake, phony, Gentile Christianity. Here come the Banshees. Here come the Apaches. Here come the Lakota Sioux. Dressed for war. Amen. That's how he's coming in America. That's what real revival is going to look like. The complete and total anathema of charismatic humanity. That's what it's going to look like. That's when the valleys are raised up and the mountains are made low. What does the Bible say? Jesus Christ always leads in triumphant victory, leading justice to victory. Justice. What's justice look like in America? Is this a Native American cause you're talking about? No! It's the divine cause of the lamb that was slain. Amen. I don't care about races other than the race of Jesus and his flesh and blood. And the vengeance of the wrath of the Lamb shall whack America into kingdom come. And let all their humanity be anathema in spirit, soul, and flesh. Judgment comes first to the house of God. What is judgment? Be mean, a mean God. No, judgment is true agape. Love that you know nothing about but claim to be loving and kind to one another and claim to be obedient when you're total fakes because you're still human in nearly every aspect of your existence. Amen! And if you're crucified, you know it's true because only Jesus is right. And if you're not crucified, that's an offensive statement. Who can obey this doctrine? Oh my God, we're doomed. Yes, you're doomed. You're anathema. Which means you're terminated, you're marked from slaughter from birth. The only issue is, if your spirit starts to sacrifice the human spirit, the angels come and help you inherit salvation by constantly terminating the human spirit and the human soul and the human flesh. Otherwise, you don't have any angels, only demons, practicing the manure pile of your humanity and calling it Christianity because you're mostly anti-Christ. Right? Yes, exactly what the Bible teaches, yet almost nobody has walked it out. The height you're crucified is your current measure of angelic vision. How much ophanum are in your eyeballs right now? Zero, I'm still looking at self. You know, a technon can become a weos in like a very short time. It doesn't need to take 40 years. 40 years was because of rebellion clinging to humanity. It's only 11 days from the Red Sea to the Jordan River. 11 days. They turned it into 40 years and ended up anathemeing their very spirit into the realm of the dead because they would not give up their human spirit. They were suddenly good. Oh, I'm an Israelite, a child of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. How dare we listen to this Moses character? Don't you know I'm a child of Abraham? That's what they were like. That's what these Christians are like. Don't you know I'm a child of Yad, hey, Vav, hey? I'm a child of the great I am. Look at all my Facebook pictures of the bride and the dress 
and the eagles and the rainbows and the bright clouds and the lions and the scepters. It's like Elijah List whoredom. <laughs> it's like total Elijah List prostitution everywhere. Why? If you don't anathema the human being to get the Maranatha of the living God, you're apostate. We need God in us. A human spirit is still under the control of the evil one. Now, when you're not under the control of a human spirit and get under the control of the Holy Spirit that only comes through the cross of his blood terminating your human mind, if you're under the control of the Holy Spirit, guess what? Romans 8, you get something. We need this. Peace with God. I love Kumbaya. People say, you must be against Kumbaya. I'm the biggest pro-Kumbaya freak ever. I love Kumbaya so much because to me it represents peace. Peace, peace, peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Amen. What is peacemaking? Crushing everything that's at enmity and strife. The male and the female at each other's necks. Can't agree of finances. Can't agree on doctor and biting each other like rattlesnakes on your necks. Going to sleep in the same bed angry with each other. Bitter all the time. Competition, envy, and strife between male and female. And the woman's enmity towards the devil and the serpent called the curse. Listen, the curse is cursed. Write that one down in your notebook. Oh, the curse is cursed. Yes, it's so cursed. It's cursed even more the more you hear apostolic preaching. You know what? The more you listen to the angels of the prophets, the more cursed the curse gets. Why? It must be anathema out of your belly, out of your heart, out of your brain, out of your bones, out of your marrow, out of your organs. So they can test your organs when you're 120. Be like the health of an Olympic athlete. Amen. But I've only been eating beef jerky for 40 years. I don't make no sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now don't test the Lord. That might require someone who's anathema their spirit and their soul. So you can't just end with your spirit crucified. Remember now, the lamb that was slain is our witness of the resurrection. So, the measure that you're terminated through the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit that comes and kills you, right? That's what Revelation says. I will come and kill you with the sword of my mouth. Now, you might want to write that one down because your demons are a little nervous right now, but that's what the Bible says. I will kill you with the sword of my mouth. And you're sitting here with the shield of black sun, black moon, guarding yourself from Jesus Christ who's trying to kill you with the sword of his mouth. I don't want to die! You need to die! You need to die! Fear of death is a contract with a baton. Divorce Satan tonight. Divorce the spirit of death in you tonight. And marry the cross of his blood and become the bride of his cross with the evidence of termination. And the evidence of resurrection, Maranatha. The evidence that he's pouring out. What's the evidence? So glad you asked. The evidence is enthroned in the heavens laughing 
a transfigured divine celestial angelic personality that isn't moved or shifted by the works of liars by the works of human beings by the works of animals in the sand that use the earth like a litter box it can't shake an archangel if you're totally anathema to your human nature you are rock solid in god ancient of days where is this person with the angels if you're not with the unchangeable obedient angels at their posts know that you're rebellious towards jesus christ right now what do i do repent let the word kill you <laughs> you know what it's gonna do it's gonna make you face your humanities you always blame the prophets and murder the prophets but when you allow the prophets to kill you with the word of Jesus Christ, kill your spirit, kill your soul, kill your flesh, when you allow that, you begin to taste the resurrection simultaneously and that's the first drink of the new covenant you've ever had, baby. Chapter 1, Enoch. After this, I saw after what he saw after he was totally anathema of his human existence what's the fruit of isav coming in to an end of your human seeing your human dressing your human hearing your human blessing oh i'm blessed i'm rich i'm well clothed i see i hear oh i'm kumbaya and it's all in the shekinah glory remember that that's written in Revelation chapter 3. Jesus Christ says you're poor, miserable, blind, wretched, and naked. Why? Because it's nothing divine. It's everything human. So you've fully prostituted your entire spirit, soul, and flesh to the Shekinah on the outside and haven't even begun forming Jesus Christ on the inside. That's exactly what it means to America. The church age is the end of prostitution of taking the things of the new covenant and applying them to the outside of the human being like Christian makeup. All prostitutes, every single one of them has Satan in their spirit. I've tested them by the millions. I've never found anything but devils in human beings yet. In a human spirit, I've never found anything in a human spirit except iniquity yet. And I've only tested tens of millions truth in you i've never found anything but satan in the antichrist in the human soul yet never i've never found anything except rebellion and stubbornness in the human flesh yet except christ be crucified in you jesus himself is your only purity jesus himself is your only salvation what does the bible say we preach Jesus, what is the preaching of Jesus and him crucified? Getting rid of all of you. So your senses aren't your own senses. Guess what? You begin to have the senses of the angels, the senses of the cherubim, the innocent virgin, holy angels that have no grid for your sexual immorality and your continuous lust in your heart and mind and covering with external religion and self-justifying yourself before the throne of the living God.
self-justification is antichrist. Christ's crucifixion is Christ. Body of antichrist, body of the real Christ. What's the difference? You've heard it today. Human or not? Now, not human is uncomfortable. You don't know how to talk yet. You'll fumble at your words and stutter like Moses when you're getting anathema on the mountain, when you're taught of God directly and you're burning up and burning out the animal nature, the animal spirit. The spirit of the animal is written in Ecclesiastes. Does the spirit of the animal rise? Does the spirit of the animal get revival? Does the spirit of the animal inherit salvation? No! Birds, beasts, reptiles, it is written. Anathema into hell with Satan and his angels. You get the spirit of Jesus. You get the Holy Ghost as your new creature in Christ. What form will it take? It'll take the form of the living creatures. Right? 1 Corinthians 5, 17. If anyone's in Christ, they're a new creature all things are new except for all your humanness all your human mind all of your human goodness your human reasoning and all of your humanity which we like to apply to the born-again nature because it was bad now it's good now you're actually an apostate antichrist because your goodness is based on humanity 666 and not divinity jesus christ crucified to death this is the separation of mountain and sand the preaching of the cross from the sons of God who are angels. Angels. Angel-like children of the resurrection who've been so crucified of spirit, soul, emotions, feelings, that nothing about their very character or personality even has the appearance of an earthly apostate worker of iniquity, false love Christian. Be holy and set apart from the whore of Babylon. It is written, come out of her, my people. It is written. That means stop applying Christianity to your humanity. Stop blaspheming. You know, just want to wring their neck. Can you ever stop lying? Can you ever stop deceiving? Will you ever stop being prideful and boasting? Have you rejected the preaching of the cross in your neck? in your forehead, in your ears, in your frontal lobe, in your cerebral cortex, in your brainstem, in your voice box, in your diaphragm, in your lungs, in the blood inside your heart. You need the cross preached. Every area where you receive anathema, you'll taste maranatha. This will be the apostolic preaching of the end times from the promised land of the planetary spheres called sapphire stones. Sephirot equals sapphire stones. Listen to these people. Enoch said that the great luminaries and the greatest law, which ain't Moses, but it's the primordial law of God's word creating sun, moon, and stars. It's called Torah. But it's not Moses' Torah. It's the word that made the heavens and the earth. That's why it's written in 1 John, the law that was from the Bereshit beginning. It's not Leviticus. It's the very name of God that he named the stars when he created them with and their angels.
And if you're not obedient to the great law of the moon and the great law of the sun, you're lawless in these days. Lawless. So God calls the great um, omniscient sign, the ominous sign in the heavens. What does he call it? This is God the Father in the Bible. The ominous sign, the greatest sign and wonder. It's in the Bible, and that's exactly what it says. The moon. Revelation 12.1, I saw an ominous sign and wonder. A woman standing on the moon. Just a little old earth moon. The greatest sign and the wonder, according to, according to scripture, is the moon. You realize that's what the Bible says? And you're a lying demon? The Bible says the moon is the greatest sign of wonder. Ha 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 ha. Okay, they don't believe. Oh, read it now. Revelation 12, 1, the woman and the dragon, which is your soul and your humanity. Woman means soul, every single time in prophetics. Dragon means humanity. Dragon means pride, humanity. What makes you human beings? Pride. The anathema of pride, the anathema of red dragon in your forehead is how you begin to taste the mind of Christ beaming through your brains as your face begin to glow like Stephen. Why? Because he faced death. Yeah, physical death of Jesus Christ. And then his spirit began to shine through his entire body. Why? Because he was a real Christian. He was a basic, normal church boy. That's right. He wasn't a big bad apostle. He was a waiter of tables, like working at A&W Root Beer and 17 years old. Okay? Truth anyhow. Which means when you face death and you get into the real gospel, you'll have Shekinah blazing from the inside out. What is the opposite of Stephen's Shekinah? Inside out Stephen. Outside Shekinah is arch enemy of inside Shekinah because it has the appearance of blessing the human being. That's the revival of the Antichrist. Test their fruit. Please test all their fruit. Test their measles outbreak in Asbury. Azusa Street had 32 blind people healed in one night. Asbury, Kentucky has measles outbreak. You realize that? How can you? Truth anyhow. Because real revival is always the cusp of what's being pioneered in the unknown of God. Unknown of God. To go back into church age religion that's like 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years old and not the cusp of what the apostles have pioneered is anti-Christ. It's absolutely anti-Jesus. Truth anyhow, half of you haven't realized that because you're apostate and that's why you have apostate belief systems. You think that stuff is good in Kumbaya land. God says it's anathema, it's an abomination. God says it's beast activity, it's leaderless, it's antichrist, it doesn't push the envelope, it's not controversial, it's applauded by the world, it doesn't even challenge humanity. It glorifies humanity. What is the Antichrist? He who glorifies the mark of the human being. 
Now, the problem is, is most of you have a mixture of the human being marking you, so you're pulled by the Antichrist. Truth and yell. What is another name for the Antichrist? The Shadow Man. Shadow Man does a shadow version of the mountain. It's the sand, or the humans, shadowing the mountain with the archangels, with the living beings with the progressive Shekinah that terminates the human nature and spirit, soul, and flesh. So, in Moses' exodus, you had all the people shadowing in the sand Moses' Shekinah on the mountain. And if you study out the Hebrew of what that says, it talks about the self-rule revival. It's a direct quotation of a revival of the human nature of the soul nature they were in a golden calf revival guys and that's exactly what it's likened to and the scriptures say that in hebrew it was a revival in the sand of humanity humanity's revival is a revival unto antichrist truth and yeah on the mountain It's the stripping off of humanity. So when Moses came down the mountain in actual revival, what happened? The Bible says he had horns protruding out of his face. And they called him the devil. Looked like the devil had horns, the horns of the ox of God. Which means there is no more human being in Moses' face. But down there, the human beings were reveling in the sand or reviving, reviving in the sand. It's easy to judge now that it was orgies and sexuality. That's what false love clinging to humanity is. That's what it is. You're reviving Antichrist. You're going into first family Cain instead of first family Enoch. Do you realize that's what the separation is right now? And only a small remnant will be saved. Romans 9, it is written. You're looking at wide paths down here, and I'm not lying to you, and I wish more people were on the mountain. Wide path in the sand, reveling in humanities. Reveling in false love. It is the exact orgies of the golden calf. What is golden calf? The idolatry of self-rule. No sacrifice, no leaders. The two biggest boastings of the workers of iniquity. No more offerings, no more leaders. You listen to all their whoring mouths, that's what they're boasting in. We don't need Moses on the mountain. We don't need Aaron on the mountain. That stuff is crazy. They just want our offerings and our tithes. God wants your humanity slain. Do you realize the eternal gospel is being preached to you today? And people are absolutely rejecting the mountain of salvation and reveling in the sands of time. Reveling in the shoebox. They'll open the gift. Oh, I'm Joel's army. Put the shoes on and get eaten alive like Dathan into the sand wearing Bob Jones' shoes. You whores of Babylon. Quoting the prophets, yet never obeying them. You whores of Babylon. Standing in the sand, quoting the promises of God. You will have none of them, says the Lord, unless you come on this mountain and die with Moses.
in Jesus' name. Only then will you ever live with Jesus Christ. You want to be the children of the resurrection? Be the children of anathema first. Amen? A great sign appeared in heaven. Notice the signs and wonders are in heaven. If you study the Bible, regular signs and wonders, earth. That's where the fornicators of religion are. If you study the Bible, great signs and wonders, great wisdom, every single time from Genesis to Revelation is in the second heavens, in the Sephirot. So the great signs and wonders are in heaven, Revelation 12.1. The great wisdom is in heaven. First step into heaven, the great luminary of the moon. You know what that does? When you step upon the moon with your spirit and your soul and your flesh terminated, you begin to realize how bad the human nature is, but how good Jesus Christ is. There's a anathema and a maranatha at moon level. I tell you the truth, almost none of you have even had that realization yet. You need that realization first. Otherwise, there's no great wisdom. There's no celestial wisdom. There's no Joel's army unless the moon turns to blood. How does the moon turn to blood? Because the blood of Jesus in your earthen vessel took it there by faith, not by sight. And you poured out the blood of Jesus in your earthen vessel on the moon, standing on the moon. A woman, a soul clothed in the S-U-N clothed in the solar system that's what it says clothed in the solar system with the moon under her feet which means she has stepped up into the actual promised land she has stepped on sapphire stones she has obeyed the mountain she has sacrificed her human nature she's not in the sand with humanity written in her forehead She's not in the sand with a human false love gospel. Her Christianity is not based on self, but on Jesus himself terminating himself. I go to the cross willingly. No one forces me there. Okay? That's, that means you can only sacrifice yourself willingly. You can hear the angels of the eagles of the prophets in the midheavens who have terminated themselves to teach you these things but you will only have them when you willingly come up here what will be the evidence no more human nature in you the things that were human about you are gone spiritually mentally morally physically naturally in your family where's the strife of male and female and serpent the curse of the fall. It's less and less the more you walk on sapphire stones. Sapphire stones of the moon. The moon is the first sapphire stone. Jesus Christ crucified to death is the sapphire stone of Yasad, which means Shekinah. Shekinah, Yasad, the Hebrew name for the moon that God named the planetary systems first day uh, Genesis 1 fourth day 
God named the stars. What's God's name for the star or the ability of the light of the moon? Which is star, which is emanation. Okay? Not your science and NASA and textbook Greek abomination understanding. Hebrew ancient wisdom understanding from the Bible and the wise men who walked in it. Yasod is the Hebrew name for the moon. It means Shekinah. So a people that are reveling in Shekinah that are not standing on the moon, woe to them. Woe to them. They are the prostitutes of Shekinah. Why? Because the very name of the moon, the sapphire stone of moon, is Jesus Christ Yasod. It ain't separate from Jesus. It ain't separate from the Holy Spirit. These aren't separate idolatrous objects of the star worshippers of iniquity whose idolatry is in self-rule. This is God. God's names are in the heavens. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. What will you build for me? It is written. Nothing. I will not build anything for you. You've already built it. I go ahead of you and build the mansions. Where are these mansions? In the Sephirot. In the sapphire stones. Living stones. Living mansions. The wicked possess them because of your immaturity. Because of your humanity. Because of your iniquitous false Christianity. The wicked still have the sapphire stones. That's God's creation. Why does the enemy still use God's creation to rule over the Christians? Because the Christians are iniquitous, says the Lord. Because the Christians are iniquitous, which means operating out of a human spirit. They've rejected the cross with their whole spirit. So their whole spirit is iniquitous. What is an iniquitous spirit? Seeking signs and wonders. That's the seed of the Pharisees seeking signs and wonders, seeking glory, seeking wind, chasing after the wind. It is written, the very things you like, God hates and detests. He hates chasing after the wind. Why? Because he's formed the mighty rushing wind on the inside. On the inside. Christ crucified on the inside. Amen. If you're chasing it on the outside, you're iniquitous. You're chasing after the wind. You're chasing revival. You're chasing signs and wonders. You're, cha- you're God chasers, which is whores of Babylon. Truth in you. Oh, yeah. Roll my sleeves up. Oh, Shabbat. Sweating up here in the sun, getting burnt up. I like this stuff because this is the stuff I preach towards myself. For a bigger cross in my spirit, soul, and flesh. Because that's how you get more of the Lamb of God and His abilities. I want the Lamb of God's abilities in the second heavens. You know what the apostate generation in the sand says? I want the Lamb of God's abilities in the third heaven. That's what they're saying. That's what the horror of Babylon saying. We don't need the second heaven. We don't need the sun, moon, and stars. We don't need the path of Enoch. We don't need any of those parts of the Bible. We don't need the maturity of 
Paul and John, celestial garments. We don't need to stand on the moon. We can stand on the throne of God. Yippee-ki-yay, kumbaya, patty cake with Father God. You're liars, liars, deceivers. Human Christians are the greatest deceivers in the entire world. Only through constant anathema will you ever taste constant maranatha. Come Lord Jesus on the outside, says the whore of Babylon. You know what's going to come? The sons of God. And the Bible says you'll weep, mourn, beat your breasts because you've terminated them, crucified them, fought them, your whole whoring American lives. Charismatic whore of Babylon has fought the sons tooth and nail from their very conception. They've been conceived in adultery. They've been conceived in prostitution. The first mention of the gifts and they're looking to start a 501c3 ministry in the sand because they're prostitutes to money. They're hirelings. They have no faithfulness to the cross. They have never terminated their own spirit for Christ to control the giftings. They're more about self-justification. They're more about looking a certain way in front of the false lovers that hate the termination of the cross. They hate the Jesus that kills with the sword of his mouth. I like that Jesus. I like the lion form because the second coming is only in that form. But the apostate whore of Babylon has rejected his second coming. They don't like his lion nature. They like his lamb nature. He's not in lamb nature. Your Jesus is Satan, says the Lord. And that's the truth anyhow. Good night. (laughs) And I'm not mad at you. That's just what happens when you grow up listening to Rob Zombie for 10 years. You preach the more human than human. Lost sex or cysto gospel. In an absolute purity of Archangel Michael. In Jesus' name. Partner with that level of intensity. Partner with the lion nature. Give your offerings to the lion nature of the tribe of Judah and the names of the 12 tribes and the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Stop supporting the whore of Babylon. Start supporting the sons of God that will revolutionize America against all of its human goodness to bring true goodness of God the Father's glory. Amen.
Choosing 